The following is a raw test recording for at odds with the original spirit and the executioner. Before they gathered group together and started the protest on November 10th, 2021, this recording is from September 4th, 2021. I hope you enjoy. The following podcast is scheduled for multiple discussions with a 20-minute time limit. Introducing first, from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, a.k.a. the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, a.k.a. the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, and hello, people. Welcome to At Odds with the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner, Daniel Travis. Uh, yes, today we will be discussing the NXT rebrand, which is going to be interesting. The We are also, and we're going to make predictions about what might happen in this rebrand. We're also going to discuss the triple threat uh, U.S. Open Challenge that happened on Raw this Monday between Damian Priest, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. I think we should start with the NXT rebrand since that's a little more interesting, don't you, Travis? Yeah, sure, whatever. All right, so we've been seeing these commercials for the NXT rebrand, and honestly, <clears throat> it makes me a little worried considering that Triple H won't have the lead say in it anymore because... Vince McMahon is going to be Vince McMahon again. And he, in WWE in recent memory, has been letting go of a lot of superstars. And I'm worried that they may get rid of some great NXT talent or they'll be underutilized in this new era of NXT or whatever. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. There's a new logo, a new, and a, lot, and a lot of changes are happening. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. And I wait to judge stuff until I see the final product. I mean, me personally, you know, I'm quite surprised that, um, you know, that they're trying to rebrand NXT because why fix, you know, if it ain't broke, why the why the hell would you need to fix it? Exactly. That's a great way of putting it. And thank you for not using that word that we shouldn't use. It's stupid. And don't... Okay. okay I, I will agree it is a little dumb, especially with Vince taking over NXT. When NXT was his brainchild, it was a fake reality TV show. And that was over a decade ago. Yeah, it, it was. 2020 would have been the decade anniversary of NXT, the, the failed reality TV show for WWE. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. It, it replaced DCW, but people forgot about that as well. Yeah. But let's let's think about what might happen here. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. I, I mean, I'm personally more curious is that um, you know, will it still have you know 
the same sort of feeling hell. You know, will the champion Samoa Joe be booked properly as the Samoan submission fat ass motherfucker? And that's something I'm going to have to censor. I prefer to call him the Samoan submission monster over the Samoan submission machine. Mm. And him being the first three-time NXT champion, that is also something noteworthy. I, I think he should be built he should be built properly and hopefully Vince realizes the talent he has as the the first person first. you don't want to run into in a dark alley. I mean me personally I get that I don't know if they're gonna have Joe be a baby face, but to be honest, I mean he might start off as a baby face, but I feel like Joe is very slowly gonna transition into heel Joe. I I, I can see that happening very much, especially with NST recently losing Karrion Cross to Monday Night Raw and that abysmal new look of his. But we're not discussing that that week. <laughs> But I I hope I just hope they build build the proper the, the champions their proper way and hope we get some new faces to replace the ones we lost due to budget cuts. Bull crap, they were probably just doing that so they could book so they could afford Brock Lesnar again. Because he didn't show up for the entire pandemic. Did anyone else realize that or is it just me? Uh, I mean, like, bes- besides the build-up to uh, WrestleMania last year, no. Yeah. But that's when we had no crowds. It's a shame that Brock Lesnar's last match in WWE until he returned this past summer, Sam, was in front of nobody. But but we, we keep getting off topic. Uh, no. So... Hmm. Yeah, shocker, right? That's what happens with us. Anyways, let's discuss the... I think that we may get some new faces in NXT. And I just hope we up the future of NXT properly. Yeah, I, I agree. Let's move on to that triple threat, Matt. Let's rewind the clock a little bit to Monday in that triple threat match. Yes. If, if memory serves me correctly, is that Damien Priest decided to do the dumb thing of, oh, I know, I'm going to throw it an open challenge for my chin. Hey, 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 hey. It was John Cena who started that tradition. He it's just brought dumb. it back. Yeah, so he threw out an open challenge. We had no idea who his opponent was going to be. Seamus entered. Oh, great. He's going to wrestle Seamus for the hundredth time. But then prepare for trouble. Make it double. Drew McIntyre also answers the challenge. And then um, and then I remember they said Bobby Lashley came out and was like, hey, I want that title again. Why? You're already WWE champion, Ashley. Get out. You're not involved in this situation. Yeah. And then they booked him for the uh, tag team title match, so he was going to be a double champion either way. 
Yeah, unfortunately. Let's just hope he never becomes a triple crown champion at one time. But <laughs> thankfully, RK-Bro retained their titles. But we're not discussing that. Anyway, US yeah, title triple was, threat. I'm getting to the point. Is that um, So, yeah, we had a triple threat match, which, in my honest opinion, stole the damn show. Yeah, it, it slapped. Is that how yeah. people use that phrase? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, it was a very hard hitting back and forth match, and uh, we weren't really sure if we were gonna get a new champion or not. But su- surprisingly, the champ retained, and we don't know if this sets him up versus McIntyre, Priest versus McIntyre for Extreme Rules. He probably <laughs> retained. He. Uh... I messed up. It's a live recording. Let's just keep it in. He probably retained because the fighting Irishmen and the fighting Scotsmen were too busy beating each other up to realize that he was their target. And they also beat him up, too, because, well, why not? Well, it's a triple threat match. You kind of have to attack all your opponents. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um... I felt like that triple threat match was good. The booking of that match was solid. Hell, there were some spots in that match that um, were impressive, like Sheamus countering a Claymore with a bro kick. Like, Jesus Christ. Most impressive. Yes, but my honest curiosity is, are they going to continue to build up Damien Priest as, you know, as a future, as the future champion? And my question is, is this going to be his thing? Just what, next Monday he throws an open challenge and Karrion Cross answers the open challenge? I mean, we know for a fact Karrion Cross can be defeated on the main roster considering he lost his Raw debut to Jeff Hardy. While I'm being NXT champion. Yeah, which was weird that they called him up while he was champion. But not unusual. They did that with Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. I mean, Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens, yeah. But he answered an open challenge, and it never happened because he decided to pour an edge and beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena! (laughs) Yeah, but back on topic. I hope this actually leads to potentially a world title opportunity for Damian Priest because the Archer of Infamy has a lot of talent and I think he has a bright future in WWE. Agreed. If he doesn't get released for the bullcrap reason of budget cuts. Yes, because here's the thing with WWE, people. You could be on TV every single week. You could win multiple championships in WWE. And then for absolutely no reason, you're fired. Yeah. That pretty much sums up in a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much. Because Vince McMahon doesn't know how to run his own company. Yep. But we don't want to get black first listed by WWE, so I'm probably going to edit that out. (laughs) But, uh, yes. Um, Anyways, do you have any thoughts of 
where Damian Priest might go in the future? Um, well, I I hope personally he has a good reign as United States champion, but um, I definitely see him as right now. I, I definitely see him as a future WWE champion. Or Universal, if you just trade to SmackDown in the draft this, what, October? Yeah, but um, I don't really think that it would... I don't really think that anyone is honestly going to take the title off of the Tribal Chief, especially Brock Lesnar, which is a whole other topic. Well, well Lesnar might be able to, especially since they're both Heyman guys. Yeah, that is a, that is an inch, that is a topic for discussion. To, we will table that for another podcast and try to get back on topic, but there's not much more we can discuss about the U.S. title open challenge. So how about we wrap this up with a little more of some predictions for the new NXT? Okay. Well, I don't know what the hell. What do you uh, What do you think? I'm I'm thinking maybe we might get a new theme song because like of course. Yeah, like that's like a no poop sure like thing. But to be fair, sometimes I have the tendency to state the obvious. But what if we get title redesign? That would be cool. Mm. It would be like, yeah, let's redesign the title again. But this time we don't have any sex tape leads to justify it. I'm pretty sure that's why they redesigned the NXT titles back in what, 2015, 2014? Was it really 2017? Jeez, I was way off. I think. But, But yeah, that's old news. That we don't want to discuss to potentially ruin someone's return because she is hinting at a return to pro wrestling. Who? Paige. Oh, cool. But um, but I, you know, I hope in this new brand of NXT, or if it even really is a new brand, or would I reboot if it's a soft reboot, or if it's a full-on goddammit Barry Allen reboot. Yeah, let, let's hope it's not a Flashpoint reboot because then the world would be ending. But what I will say is with the new people running the show, I have heard Vince won't be making all the decisions. Oh, thank God. But I have heard he might be making the some of the big decisions, which is bad. Considering how Raw and SmackDown have been lackluster, but NXT for a long time was the best show of WWE television, that's a bad idea. I think Triple H should be the one to remain in control of that. But this is the thing I've noticed. Raw is the B. Raw's okay. NXT's always going to be good. But SmackDown... Ever since the tribal chief came in to pretty much just demolish people, it's pretty much become the A show. Well, yeah, it's also on the biggest network. Like, 
there were rumors of SmackDown becoming the flagship show when it moved to Fox because Fox is such a major network and USA Network is, well, not. USA Network is USA Network. Yeah. Meanwhile, Fox, I'm pretty sure it might be international. I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me on that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. So, hopefully we get some news soon. And keep in mind, people, today is, what, the 4th? We are... We are recording this 10 days away from the official rebrand of NXT. And we'll have Who the to hell see knows what will happen? Exactly. WWE always says, expect the unexpected. We may be in for a new look. Well, we are in for a new look that leaked online. But we may in for, we are in for some big changes. Maybe good. And keep in mind. Bad. Yeah, thanks for interrupting me every chance you get, Executioner. <laughs> no problem, unbreakable loser. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> At least I've had an actual girlfriend in my life, so who's the loser, bitch? Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah, expect the unexpected. Be prepared for anything. And let's hope this new NXT Vince actually does something good with it. If not, people may petition for Triple H to take control. Of the company. <laughs> well, he's in line for that anyway. He's the chief operating officer and he's the president of talent relations. So... Not John Laryngitis. He's the executive vice president. But Triple H is in charge of that, which is good. He has an eye for talent. It's used to, but we all know how he is in these days. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we've covered all our topics, so why don't we wrap it up here, and we'll discuss something next week. Same, Same podcast time, same podcast channel. We'll see you next week. Peace out! Thank you for listening to this At Odds with the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner Lost Recording Bonus.